back to the Good Dude Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Thomas, and this week, guess what I'm talking about? Yep, that's right, the coronavirus, the Rona, as we've dubbed it unofficially. Um, so, yeah, everybody's talking about it. Obviously, it's at the forefront of everybody's mind, as well as should be. It is a huge issue that affects literally everything in our world. So, that being said, I am going to kind of touch on some of my challenges from last month that I wanted to give you all an update on, but then also kind of move into just living in in today's world and, and trying to trying to be happy and trying to grow and, uh, you know, expand my consciousness, as it were, um, you know, and develop family relationships and all that thing just in light of what's going on. So first off, I'll check in with my uh, my last month's Lent challenge. Um which was uh, Chick-fil-A is donezo for me, which if you can have a moment of silence. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I uh, haven't had Chick-fil-A since Ash Wednesday. And uh, I'm not going to lie. It was hard, especially at the beginning. Uh, you know, this this whole quarantine thing has been really helpful because I haven't been driving past it all the time. But I mean, there were times where I was subconsciously pulling into the parking lot and be like, whoa, wait a minute, can't do this. Um, you know, and even since I've been thinking about it, you know, in I'm not going to say inappropriate ways, but definitely ways that are questionable. Yeah, I'll say that. <laughs> so, you know, that has, has been a struggle, obviously not as much lately, but it, it definitely tested me and has been testing me. So I still got a couple of weeks to go. Um, so hopefully all this virus stuff will clear up so I can go get me a chicken biscuit. Um, I have lost a little bit of weight from that. Honestly, like the first couple of weeks I noticed I lost like three or four pounds, like right away, uh, just from skipping out on Chick-fil-A. Uh, so it kind of had me reassess how much money and, uh, how many calories I was spending at, uh, at, at my favorite restaurant. So, you know, that was definitely eye opening. Um, and then, uh, you know, just, the idea that every time I had to deny myself, I was like, why am I doing this? And I was like, oh, that's right. It's a sacrifice. Sacrifices are supposed to be hard. Um, and, you know, a couple of years ago, I was in a, in a, in a class in a small group, whatever you want to call it. And we were talking about Lent and how, you know, those sacrifices are not meant to be eternal. They're, they're meant to be difficult and they're meant to be short term. They're, they're intended to be something um, that you're not necessarily going to give up forever, but that you challenge yourself to stop doing. Um, you know, so it's, I, I definitely will go back to Chick-fil-A, but certainly not to the level at which I was. I mean, that was part of the reason for choosing that was, was to break that so-called addiction. Uh, you know, because like I said, I did find myself just subconsciously ending up in the drive-thru, uh, which told me that, that it, it was not, me making the decision. It was just, you know, something I was doing. So I'm happy to have broken that as silly as that sounds. Um, but I, I don't ever want to feel like I'm not in control of, of, of my decision-making process. And I certainly wasn't in that case. Uh, the other thing I've been doing is, uh, so I took all social media and games off my phone. Um, you know, and I've got a little flack for it and I loophole it, loophole it a couple of times where I got on my computer and shared it and I'm, I'm going to share this on Facebook. So, you know, don't, don't crucify me on the loophole, but, um, I still, you know, need to interact with people and, and I want to push this out and I want people to hear it. So I got to publicize it a little bit, but the biggest thing was for me taking it off my phone. Um, 
And once again, it goes back to that trying not to be mindless, trying to be intentional. Um, and so the reason I kind of justify it being okay with my computer is that if I'm on my computer and I go to Facebook, I'm doing it on purpose. I have a reason. There's an intent. I'm going to go share this or I'm going to touch base with my my Air Force squadron or I'm going to remember when people's birthdays are. <laughs> uh, those kinds of things. You know, there's, there's a purpose for it. It's not just pick up my phone, touch the on button, click Facebook, you know, pick up my phone, touch the on button, scroll through Instagram. Like that's really where I felt like I was just mindlessly wasting time. And it would take me several minutes in some cases to realize what am I doing? I didn't, I got on my phone to like check the weather and I'm 30 minutes into an Instagram scroll, you know, like what, what's happening right now? That was not on purpose. Um, and the same thing with the games. So, I mean, I'm not a huge gamer. I never really have been, but it's so easy to pick up your phone and be like, Ooh, that's shiny and blinking. Let me click that, you know? Um, and, and spend 10, 20, 30 minutes, you know, just sitting there playing hungry dragon or, uh, it's a fantastic game, by the way, I highly recommend it. Uh, you know, or any of the other games that are out there, what you choose your poison, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, you pick it up and you just start, you start playing. Um, what I did find though was at first it made a huge difference in my phone usage. Um, it really did. It, it changed the way I was, I was using it. I dropped, you know, several hours, if you can believe it on my daily usage. Uh, and then lately I've noticed my phone usage has picked up and I think that's from just being at home more and checking the news more, um, you know, and having less just physical motion around me causes me to kind of touch my phone. Uh, but what's cool is if you, if you look at your phone and you go to your settings and you can check and see how many times you actually picked up your phone throughout the day. Um, and mine went way down. It for sure went way down. Like, I mean, but something like by 50% less pickups on average per day than when I previously had social media or, or games on my phone. So just by that, I'm picking up my phone less, which means I'm doing other things or I'm doing it on purpose. Like I have a reason to pick up my phone. Um, you know, most of us work on our phones, whether that be through Microsoft Teams or email or text or whatever. So you're, you're using your phone. I mean, that's just reality. It'd be nice to say, yeah, I'm going to throw away my phone and never use it. Uh, but that's, that's not realistic in today's world, in my opinion. Let me rephrase in for my lifestyle. So, uh, you know, for, for the world I live in, that's not realistic. So I want to try to limit it as much as possible and just make sure that I'm doing it for a reason that I'm not just mindlessly picking up my phone and all of a sudden it's been 30 minutes and I'm still playing on my phone and I haven't done the thing that I wanted to do. So, you know, that part of it is definitely better. Uh, but like I said, over the last couple of weeks, you know, I found myself kind of substituting games and social media with news coverage, um, you know, which I think in, in my defense, it's kind of important right now to be paying attention to what's going on and, and the new restrictions and the shelter in places and, and how things are going and what's happening. So I, I don't feel like I'm cheating really that much. Um, and my, I've been doing Duolingo for the last several months, um, working on a, on a language and that's gone way up. So I don't know if you can view that as a positive or a negative because I'm definitely on my phone more using that. But I feel like that's a little bit more productive, um, you know, because you really can't mindlessly study a language. Like I'll find myself clicking on it and running through a course and then putting it down and going doing back to work. 
Uh, if you've done Duolingo, I highly recommend the app. It's, ex it's outstanding. Um, but you can do like a course in like two or three minutes um, and there's hundreds of them and you just run through them and it's just memorization, repetition, uh, that kind of thing. So you can run through a course. It takes a couple of minutes. You put it down. So I find myself doing that a lot more. Uh, but, you know, I feel like that's growth. I feel like that's a good thing. That's that's not something I wanted to limit. So I left that app on there. I felt like that was another kind of small loophole. So anyway, um, takeaways from this so far. Still got a couple weeks to go. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I may have some grand epiphany before Easter. <clears throat> uh, but the, the biggest things I think for me are I've definitely become more aware of how I spend my time and more aware of my choices especially regarding food, which is a big weakness of mine. Uh, I'm definitely an emotional eater, so I wanted to, to target that. Uh, so I feel like the goals have been accomplished. I've been, I've been extremely strict, haven't done anything Chick-fil-A, and um, I guess you could say I've loopholed the, the social media thing a little bit, but I, I still feel justified in that. So it's my game. I can make up the rules. Moving on. All right, so uh, living with the Rona. Yeah, um, so... Obviously, very, very serious situation. Um, you know, it's, it's probably a defining moment in in history. Uh, it's definitely something in our country that's going to change the way that we do business and um, the way we live our lives forever from here on out. So, uh, it, it's it's. I don't want to make too light of this situation because uh, it's scary. I'm not not trying to downplay anybody's fears necessarily, uh, but you know. I'm a positive guy and I like to look at the positive. Um, you know, I don't know if that's from being in the military and, and being around horrific things or, or having to deal with the uncertainty of not knowing if the next time you leave, you know, your tent is be the last time you you're alive. So I, I probably have a little bit more grim outlook on life and death than most. Um, or I guess I have accepted it that, you know, that's, that's always a possibility looming, um, so I'm able to kind of see past that, that immediate fear of, oh no, I could get sick and die. Um, so I wanted to kind of highlight some of the positive things. I know a lot of people are doing this and I think that's fantastic. And just kind of some of the changes that I've seen just personally, um, is, is there has been a big push to focus on the positive. Uh, people have been talking about it on online and YouTube videos. There's a great YouTube video, uh, John Krasinski, the guy from the office, he's fantastic, uh, I feel like we'd be best friends. So, John, if you're listening to this, you know, holler at me. Well, we can hang out. I mean, like, obviously, social distancing, whatnot. But, you know, we could be boys. You could bring Chris Pratt. We'd, we'd be cool, I think. You know, it'd be fine. Um, anyway, he has a great video, and it's a good news network, and it is hilarious. He films it, like, from his house with his phone or his computer, and it's just good. It makes you feel happy, and, like, it makes you feel good to be a human. Because there's so many good things out there that's happening, and he highlights a lot of them. There's a lot of other, you know, good news websites that you can find. Um, you know, there's memes galore, which, as many of you know, memes are definitely my spirit animal, if I can say such a thing. Uh, so, you know, just finding memes and and things to kind of lighten the mood a little bit have been really good. There's so many good videos. Um, Trey Kennedy has some hilarious ones about <laughs> pretending to be like a middle schooler as a middle school character does it's really funny like during the quarantine it is spot on um the holderness family like they're hilarious anyway but they've been i guess he's bored because he's releasing like new videos and songs every single day there's a great one about zoom uh you know it, it, just so much good content out there people trying to lighten 
the spirits of everyone around them. Um, you know, so that's definitely a positive. Uh, another, another positive I think to take away from this is, you know, people are really starting to value things that I felt like we had, we'd kind of lost before. And it's the old adage of, of you don't really appreciate something until it's gone. Um, you know, you didn't, we didn't appreciate how much freedom physically we had until, until now when we were told, you know, you shouldn't be out, you shouldn't be doing things, you shouldn't be going places um, you know, and that is a big blow to most people's psyche. Um, I've never seen so many people outside. So like pretty much every Saturday I go for a run uh, around my neighborhood three or four miles. Um, you know, and like the last couple of weeks, I, the, the people I have seen out on the trail and out around the neighborhood have tripled at least like just out and about trying to get outside, trying to get some fitness on, um, just soaking up the sunlight. And, and I think that's spectacular. I'm super happy about it. Obviously I'm a little critical cause I've been like, where have y'all been for the last, you know, I don't know how many years, but at least this has motivated them to say, Hey, it's important. I, I need to make this a priority to get outside, to get some fresh air, to move my body, get the blood flowing. Um, and they're starting to value it more. So I'm hoping, and I think it will carry forward as as the situation starts to to get better because it will sooner or later it's it's gonna improve and i think people will start to value those things that we've been restricted on having um you know it's it's very much like a deployment in that you 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 don't have certain things in and you start to reflect on them and sometimes those things cease to matter you know there are things where you're like okay uh yeah i didn't have this but but i'm okay it's not a big deal I'm, I'm living my life and I'm perfectly happy. And, and you let those things go. And then there's other things where you're like, wow, I never realized how much I missed just being in a room with other people or how much I missed, you know, being outside in nature or riding a bike. I haven't ridden a bike in, you know, 20 years. And now I'm out here every day and I ride a bike every day or going for a walk or, you know, those kinds of things I think is, is really an opportunity to, to reassess what's important and what you need uh, to be happy and to survive. So, you know, that's definitely something, something interesting. Um, and, and a good takeaway, I think from this, you know, there's, there's a lot of, of negative things. And I mean, I'm certainly guilty of judging people like crazy, like for buying millions of rolls of toilet paper. I, I still don't understand why you need a thousand rolls of toilet paper. How much are you going to the bathroom? Uh, it, it's ridiculous. We bought a 12 pack, like, three weeks ago and we're still working on it. You know, I mean, I've got a family of four we don't leave the house. So I, I don't understand how you need a thousand rolls <laughs> by yourself anyway. So yeah, there, we can go down that rabbit hole all day. Uh, but it does seem like that's starting to calm down and people are starting to realize, okay, you know, yes, we need to be more strategic about our shopping and we need to be careful. Uh, but we don't need to freak out about these things anymore. You know, they're going to be around. We just may have to wait. And that's kind of another takeaway is, is an appreciation for, quite honestly, what most of the world lives with day to day. Maybe not to certain extremes, but in most places, most places I've been in the world, you can't just get whatever you want whenever you want. I mean, and now maybe some of those things are a little bit more luxury items or, or maybe it's as simple as they have one kind of peanut butter at the store that you can go to and that's all they have. They don't have a whole row of, of all kinds of peanut butter and sunflower butter and almond butter and sugar free and blah, 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 blah. Like that doesn't exist in most places. Most places, if you want some peanut butter, you get whatever peanut butter they got, you know, and you make do. 
And, and I think that is a good thing for us as Americans to say, okay, you know, wow, we really did have a lot and we had a lot to be thankful for and we really weren't appreciating it. Um, you know, and, and so I, I think that's, that's valuable. I also think it's important to, to note that almost everybody is beginning, beginning to understand all of the super important necessities for life that we totally took for granted as far as professions. So, you know, people understand now how important sanitation workers are, for example, you know, if, if they're not picking up the garbage, like it, it, it could be a serious health risk. Like there could be a serious problem. Um, you know, obviously the healthcare professionals are amazing and definitely need to be applauded. Um, you know, but for so long you hear, oh, they make too much money or this is too expensive or, you know, such and such. And I'm sure there were several that, you know, got into that profession just to get a paycheck. I mean, I'm certainly, I'm sure they're not certain turning any town, you know, I mean, it'd be nice to make couple hundred thousand dollars a year. But at the same time, you know, there's a risk involved and they are putting themselves at risk and they are really doing everything they can to try to combat this, this virus. And they, they certainly deserve our respect and our appreciation. So I think there's, there's going to be a takeaway from that much like there was after 9-11, you know, when the appreciation for the military really swung back into a positive light. I think we're going to see that now with these, with these healthcare workers, um, you know, with, with a lot of the civil servants who are keeping the roads clean and, and keeping, um, you know, people at work, you know, processing things and trying to get people paid and helping people out. Uh, you know, the, the grocers, I mean, that man, if anybody deserves a medal of honor, it's the grocery workers and the, and the people trying to keep their restaurants open. Um, you know, we as a society just have no concept of what it means to be, be hungry. Uh, you know, so like people are freaking out if they can't get their particular kind of peanut butter and the grocery store, people are just doing the best they can to try to keep people there, trying to keep people healthy, trying to keep, you know, their workers healthy. And it's, it's a, it's a struggle, but their, their job is important, you know, and, and I feel like they deserve respect just like everybody else. And there's so many other jobs and careers I can, I can outline, um, you know, like auto mechanics, I mean, it's still important that your vehicle runs properly or, you know, people who are repairing air conditioners for apartments and houses. I mean, that stuff's got to happen. Plumbers, all the people that make our lives livable that before we just completely took for granted. And I feel like there has been a big swing back to that appreciation and the nobility of those those jobs. So I, I am thankful for that. And then also a big one for me personally is uh is I, I guarantee you people are going to walk away with this with a huge appreciation for teachers. You know, you live with your kids in a house all day, every day for a couple of weeks, man, you'll be willing to vote for any teacher raise that they're, they're asking for. Cause it's rough. I mean, you, you can only keep kids entertained for so long doing certain activities. And at the best of times, it's like, trying to defuse a bomb, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and even for us, and we, we do, you know, a homeschool kind of situation where we did a partial homeschool, you know, our kids were in school two days a week, but still, even now they're, they're getting antsy. They're they miss their friends and we try to do FaceTime stuff, but it's hard, you know, and, and we have been doing the homeschool for several years. So we already have a routine and we have a system. I can't imagine the parents who both parents worked and they drop their kids off at school every single day, Monday through Friday from, you know, from seven to five or seven to four or whatever. And now they're at home trying to work or, 
you know, some of them even without jobs. And now they have these kids to do what they don't, they don't have any experience with that. They have no idea what to do. And lots of times the school systems are expecting them to try to work with them and try to do homeschool stuff. And it's really hard. So, you know, I definitely think people will gain an appreciation for teachers and the education system and how important they are to our lifestyle and, and our children's welfare. So, you know, that's definitely a positive in my opinion. Um, what else? What else can I highlight as being positive? I, I think people are finding new ways to connect, which I think is cool. Um, the, oh, the Holderness family has a great video on this about Zoom meetings, and they are, it's so spot on. It could not be more perfect. Uh, but it's, it's true. I mean, we, uh, we did a virtual happy hour at my company Friday. We'll probably do another one this Friday, which was super fun. Like everybody just kind of got online at like four o'clock and had a drink and, uh, played a silly game and chatted and just laughed. And it's just a, a, a way to say, you know what? We're going to get through this and there's good memories going to be had. Um, I was talking to my wife about this the other day with, you know, some of my best memories from, from, uh, you know, 15, 16 month stint in Iraq back in 05 were hanging out with my troops and hanging out with some of the other O's and like, you know, having, having midnight chow because we just got back from a mission or playing Scrabble for three hours while we waited for clearance to do something or you know, whatever you, you pick it. And, and so those were just great memories. Um, you know, we, we played tag one time in waiting for a mission to start. We were in full battle rattle. So I was like, 70 pounds worth of body armor, Kevlar and everything. And we're running around like seven-year-olds playing freeze tag. And it was super fun. We had a great time. And, you know, so those, those things I think we'll take away from this experience where you'll have memories that are like, wow, that was, that was a good time, even amidst all the, the scariness and, and the changes. So keep an eye out for those, write them down, you know, uh, document them. It's worth it. I promise. So anyway, I just want to say thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Hey, and while you're quarantined, you know, maybe take a look at one of my books or both of them. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but seriously, I do have two books out on Amazon. Athlete to Pro, uh, Providence. <laughs> I can't even talk. Providence Athlete to Christie, and then uh, OIF Journal Henry Sissel. Uh, please take a look at them. Hit me up if you want to talk about them or if you like them. If you didn't like them, tell me what you think. Also. If you uh, have ideas for the show, anything you want me to do on the podcast, I, I'm open to suggestion. I'm, I'm not that open to suggestion for some of you getting crazy ideas, but I, I am pretty out there, I guess, with the things I'd be willing to do, uh, people I'd be willing to talk to. So if you have an interesting topic you want to discuss, love to have you on. We can do a Zoom meeting and I can record it. Uh, but anyhow... Thank you all for listening. Please stay safe. Please follow your local and federal guidelines. Practice social distancing. It's important. It's worth it. Even if you are at low risk, you could still be contributing to spreading the disease. Uh, it, it can be bad. Even if you're not showing symptoms, you could be spreading it to other people who are at high risk. So please, even if you are the healthiest 20-year-old on the planet, Stay at home, practice social distancing, you know, be cognizant of your effect on others. Um, and there's still fun things you can do. So, uh, so have fun with it, but, but be safe. I hope everybody stays healthy or gets healthy if you're sick. We'll be praying for you. My girls pray for y'all every single night. Um, so you know, keep it up and hopefully I'll do some more shows soon. But until then, take care. Bye. 